you multitasking is a really bad thing. And you know what's hilarious about this? I was reading this book while taking notes on the Stairmaster one day, and I looked at myself and I was like, this is like, <laughs> this is probably not okay as I'm on the Stairmaster with a pen and paper reading a book. I'm like, the book is telling you not to multitask, but pick one thing at a time. Like one thing at a time that is going to move the needle. So off of that brain dump list, pick one thing that's really going to move the needle that you can accomplish and let it go. I think that that's really, really important. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. To the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. It's a solo episode today, and I wanted to talk to you about a question I get asked over and over again. And I actually feel like it is a theme for so many people who follow me and talk to me through the DMs who are a part of our Decide It's Your Turn network. Everyone has very similar problem when it comes to this thing. And the thing is overwhelm. I'm sure there's so many of you listening to this podcast who are like, oh my God, me too. I am overwhelmed with all of the things. You guys, I feel overwhelmed all the time, but I think one of the reasons why so many people are drawn to my programs is because they have the common theme of oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. And I don't feel like I can move forward. And I don't think I can have the success. And I just don't know what to do. And I am not immune to this, but I think one of the reasons why people look to me to help with their overwhelm is because I move through overwhelm pretty well. And I think that's why a lot of my clients come to me So they too can learn that our overwhelm is probably not going to go away. Let's be honest. The world that we live in right now, there is 97,000 things to do in a day. And you guys, I'm coming from a place where I don't even have children. So like y'all who have kids have a whole nother level of overwhelm. And I'm not even going to pretend that I understand that level. But Let's be honest, I have a pretty busy life and I have a very busy business. I have a husband, I have family, I have things outside of all of those things. And it's just a lot someday. So I'm not getting on this podcast and tell you that I don't have overwhelm. I totally do. But the thing that I think I do really well and I help my clients with and we talk about in the network and we talk about in the masterminds and the one-on-one coaching and all the things is how to move through the overwhelm. So that is the theme of today's podcast. I hope you walk away with ideas and strategies for you to 
actually get through the overwhelm as well. I'm not going to tell you it's not going to go away. We're going to talk about a few things that can make it feel less heavy. But I do believe that we can go through overwhelm and still have success and still be progressing. So that's what today's podcast topic is all about. And if this resonates with you, you guys, the only way that this podcast is going to continue to grow and really serve a massive amount of people is for you to share it. So if this resonates today, pick up your phone and DM or text the link to this podcast to someone who is feeling so overwhelmed, to someone who is feeling so overwhelmed, and this might give them a ton of value on how to get through it. So I'm going to list probably seven to 10 things that I help myself with overwhelm and other clients with overwhelm, how to get through some of the most overwhelming of situations. So the first one, and I'm a, these are all very common themes. None of these are like extremely difficult to do, but I think it's really important for us to remember that we do have a Rolodex of things that we can do to help us move through overwhelm. So the first one that I think is really, really helpful, and if you know me at all, if you follow me on social media, you know I love a good post-it note. I love a good piece of paper. I love a good sticky note. I love all the notes. Post-it notes, post-it notes, post-it notes. Say that three times fast. Anyway, so what I do is I, every morning, have a post-it note sticker. Like It almost looks like a piece of paper. Um, but it's a sticky note. <laughs> and I just bring up all the things that I have to get done in the day, all the things that I'm thinking about, the things that are feeling overwhelming and heavy and all the things. And then I look at that list and I think, okay, what are the things that I must do today that are really going to move the needle in my life, in my business, whatever I need to do. So I just brain dump everything. You can call it journaling. You can call it brain dumping, whatever you want to call it. Just get it out of your brain because let's be honest. And you probably realize this too. Everything that sits in our brain is really, really heavy. And it feels so overwhelming and it feels like exhausting. And then we can't get it all. And then we're thinking about one thing and we think about another thing. And then we forget the last thing, all of the things, right? So I would tell you to get out everything that's in your brain, get it on a piece of paper. Because I think what you're going to be able to see from that moment, and I know it helps myself, is that like, not everything is that freaking important. <laughs> like, I really do believe that oftentimes that I think certain thing that is like, absolutely monumental in my brain is making me feel overwhelmed is not that important. <laughs> this is a perfect example. And I'm just going to share it with you. It's so silly. But it's so true. So my husband got home the other night and I was feeling so overwhelmed and I was like running around and all the things and I'm like, but I have to put the golf clubs back on the cart because that's where they belong. And he literally looked at me and he's like, are you serious? You have 97,000 other things to do right now. And you think a part of the list that is literally important is making sure the golf clubs get put back on the golf cart. You guys, I really needed that, like, sit your ass down perspective. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's just one more thing that was making me feel overwhelmed. So guess what? If the golf cart, if the golf clubs sit on the floor of the garage for an extra two days and don't get back on the golf cart, it's not that big of a deal. But coming from a perfectionist type of mindset and, like, everything has to be in a certain order, a certain place... I always have to learn that, guess what? Those are the little tiny things that are really, truly not going to move my life forward really that big of a deal that make me 
feel overwhelmed, make me feel like they're that important when they're really not. And so think about the little things that you're worried about that you feel like it has to happen, like the dishes have to get in the dishwasher or, you know, the floor has to be swept or whatever it is. Maybe even going to the grocery store, guess what? There's always something frozen <laughs> that you can figure out in the freezer, I'm sure, or whip something up out of the pantry, right? But oftentimes we get so caught up with all of the little tiny things that they feel so overwhelming when you're in it. So I would suggest brain dumping all the things, looking at the piece of paper, crossing off the things that actually don't have to happen today or even this week. And it makes it feel a lot, it makes it feel a lot less overwhelming because everything doesn't have to happen in the exact moment that you wish it was going to happen. And I think that that will just help you so, so much. So that's the first thing. It's just like brained up in the morning, see the things that are actually going to move the needle, see the things that like, basically like someone's going to lose blood if it doesn't have to happen today type of situation. It does happen. Someone's going to lose blood if it actually doesn't happen in the day type of situation, because that will just help you feel less heavy. So the second thing that I would say is pick one thing at a time. You know, I interviewed years ago, I interviewed a guy named Jay Papasan. He is the author of the book called The One Thing. It's a multi-million dollar best-selling book. I'm sure most of you have read it. And he talks about oftentimes that like, you multitasking is a really bad thing. And you know what was hilarious about this? I was reading this book while taking notes on the Stairmaster one day. And I looked at myself and I was like, this is like, <laughs> this is probably not okay as I'm on the Stairmaster with a pen and paper reading a book. I'm like, the book is telling you not to multitask, but pick one thing at a time. Like, one thing at a time that is going to move the needle. So off of that brain dump list, pick one thing that's really going to move the needle that you can accomplish and let it go. I think that that's really, really important. I think the next thing that I want to mention with overwhelm is feel it. Like I want you to acknowledge that you're feeling overwhelmed. I think oftentimes we try to keep everything in. Like even when we're sad or happy or whatever it is, stressed out, oftentimes we're like, no, we got it. We're not overwhelmed. I'm not stressed. Just say that you are, you know, like be like, I am so overwhelmed right now and kind of sit in it and feel it and yell and get mad. But then the key is to stand up and take action and move forward. The one thing, the brain dump, things that is actually going to move the needle. So say that you are, and it feels less heavy. You know, when we are vulnerable with one another, when we share things, even if it's just out loud from yourself, again, getting the craziness out of your mind and into the universe that like, I am feeling so overwhelmed. Like just getting that out and yelling and crying and screaming and hitting the ground or doing whatever you need to do. And then once you've acknowledged it, then you can move through it, right? You can do something about it. But I think oftentimes we try to pretend that we have to take it all in and that we're not overwhelmed. So feel it. That would be something that I would say is super, super important. But then the second part of that feel it is you have to keep going forward anyway. And you know, this isn't like a push through like really bad situation. Sometimes there's moments where you've got to feel it and it's going to take a few days and you have to give yourself the grace. I think that that is one thing that I have been learning over the years is that 
I can't do it all, all the time. And I have to give myself some grace. I have to let myself, you know, feel the feels and sit down and be still. You know, this is one thing that I encourage so many people to do is like the stillness, right? I've talked about it on this podcast many times that like, for me, a stillness is a scary situation. I'm so much better than I used to be. Like, I mean, I used to have something in my life every 30 seconds of the day, because then if I didn't, I'd have to think and thinking is a very scary thing. I've done a podcast on that before, and I'll probably do many before my clients hear me talk about it, you know, quite often that, you know, the work that I've been doing, the mindset work, the self-development work that I've been doing over the last 10 years has allowed me to realize that like the stillness is exactly where we need to be. So there are some days where you are just so overwhelmed, you need to feel it and you need to be still. I'm not even just saying days. There's like hours where this all needs to happen during the day. But there also is times where you can feel it and then you have to move forward. Like get mad, yell, scream, do all the things, but keep going anyway. Like you being stuck in the overwhelm is keeping you exactly that, stuck where you don't want to be. So you have to find the one thing that you can keep doing to move forward. That is a crucial part of overwhelm is not getting stuck in it and saying that then you're stuck. Like, well, I'm just too overwhelmed. I can't do any of this. I've got four kids, a job, this, that, and the other. And you stay stuck in the place that you don't want to be. So that is not where you can live. You have to keep going anyway, even when you're feeling overwhelmed, even when you don't know how in the world it's going to work out, you have to do one thing so you don't get stuck in the overwhelm. Because oftentimes what's going to happen is you're going to do that one thing and then that next breadcrumb is going to be left. And then you're going to be able to do that next one thing. And sure enough, the more one little things that you do, it turns out to be like, oh, I'm no longer in the exact same situation and I'm no longer stuck. So that's really important there. You have to keep going. Something else that I think is super important to realize with overwhelm is Guess what? Newsflash, you're not the only one. <laughs> you know, whatever it is in life, oftentimes we feel so alone. That is the reason why I'm so passionate about finding a tribe of like-minded people. I call it high vibrational people, people that make you feel good, people who have the same thoughts, ideas, desires in life. It's so important. That's the reason why I've created my masterminds and the Decide It's Your Turn Network. Like I want to surround people with other people so they realize that they're not alone. You are not alone in your overwhelm. I am the person that is going to like put a red light beacon on this. Almost every one of my clients, one-on-one clients, mastermind clients, you know, whoever ends up working with me, oftentimes people are overwhelmed because they're high achievers. They have big desires in life. They want more for their lives. They're trying to do multiple things. And the overwhelm is a real thing. And I will tell you, realizing that you're not alone and learning from others and talking with others and voicing that with other people. So you can at least hear like, oh my gosh, you too, me too, we're in the same place. Oh my God, I thought I was alone, right? You know, no matter what story it is that you have, where you feel stuck and alone, that is not serving you. I promise you that is the worst thing ever. And there has been so many things in my life that I have kept to myself because I felt like I was the only one. 
whether that was my eating disorder, whether that was my golf career, whatever that is, whether that was not liking myself or being feeling stuck in my job that it wasn't what I wanted to do, whatever it is, but keeping that a secret, keeping that to yourself makes you feel so alone. And when you feel alone, you feel overwhelmed. You feel paralyzed in that aloneness and then you don't know how to move forward. So realize that you're not alone. Like figure out how to connect with people who understand what you're going through. They may not be in the exact same situation, but they can feel that. They can feel that overwhelm and they can help you so you can help yourself. So the next one that I want to talk about right now is delegation. So this is kind of like help, let someone help you so you can help yourself. Oftentimes people don't believe that they can delegate. Oftentimes people believe they have to do everything themselves. And you guys, I just want to put it out there that I am like the worst for this. (laughs) I really am. Whether it's with my husband or my team or my family, I feel like I always have to do everything myself. And that is honestly a thing that keeps me stuck and it keeps me um, from growing and it keeps me from evolving. And honestly, it makes me feel like shit a lot. So I truly am just learning all the time. Like, how can I ask for help? And asking for help is not a negative thing. I think we as women in particular, like I know that guys do this for certain things, but like whether you're a guy or a girl listening to this podcast, which I love when my guys are here, people ask me all the time, do I work with guys? Yes. I work with like 25% guys, probably 75% women, but have a ton of dude friends. And I will say that like, we have to learn how to delegate more. I think guys are a little bit better at this. Women, I feel like we think we have to do it all and balance it all and juggle it all, especially when we're with children. But delegation is absolutely crucial. I'm telling you, you have to figure out how to delegate. You know, I tell people all the time, someone, someone asked me on a webinar I was doing the other day, someone said to me, um, how do you do it all? <laughs> I just like freaking laughed. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> 100%. I do not. I have people that work for me. I have someone that comes and does my laundry. I have someone that cleans my house. I have someone that does the yard. I have someone that can go to the post office or go to the grocery store. Like I delegate so much. And then I have an amazing team. Like shout out to my assistant. I know she listens to this and my main assistant, my business manager, Ricky, like I couldn't live without her. And I'm just so grateful to not only have her, but like love the people I get to work with. So I just wanted to put that in there. But, you know, delegation, having people that can take some of the weight from you. And now whether or not you have a business or a team or whatever it is, allowing other people to help you. You know, even my husband gives me shit because I don't allow him to help as much. He's like, you just don't even let me help you. And I will say that sometimes that I probably expect him to read my mind. For instance, like the golf club situation, I was like, you know, that guy's walked past those golf clubs like 16 fucking times and he's never taken them and put it put them from the floor to the golf cart. But he just doesn't look at that as like something that's mandatory and in my crazy OCD head, it probably is. But if I would ask him, he would totally do it. I have an amazing husband who really does want to help. But I think for oftentimes, like I just try to do it all, all the time and I forget to ask for help. And I forget to say, hey, would you mind helping with X, Y, and Z? And he would do it 
any day of the week. And I think, you know, part of that's on me and part of that probably is on him for him not asking a little bit more, how can I help? But part of that is, a big part of that is my responsibility for him to actually be able to help. So whether it's your kids, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your employees, whether it's people at the office, like it is not a negative thing to ask for help. You know, I have a, a client in my elite business mastermind and she has, she really loves Elon Musk. And she says that she respects him so much because he's always willing to ask for help. He's always willing to say he doesn't have the answers. And he's one of the smartest people in the world. And I think that that's a really, really cool thing. The fact that some of the most smart, wealthy, successful people in the world are always willing to ask for help. So if you've looked at delegation or asking for help as a negative thing. Know that like you're not supposed to do life alone. You're not supposed to do this whole thing by yourself. Like that's why there's millions and billions of us. And that's why, you know, masterminds and networks and all the things are so, so important. You know, delegate, ask for help, ask for questions, ask someone if they can at least even hold the space for you. I'm not a big fan of the holding space concept that's going around right now, but really asking someone if they can at least just listen to you as you feeling overwhelmed. That actually, again, like when I said, get it out, voice it, that actually helps when someone just listens to you and says, Hey, I understand. I feel you. I, I have felt overwhelmed or I'm overwhelmed as well. How can we serve each other? And I think that that's really, really helpful. So even if it's not physically doing something for you or not delegating something off your plate, but having someone that you can actually talk to about, you know, delegating something or getting an idea will be super, super helpful for you. So that was one of the uh, ways to help deal with overwhelm. Another thing that I think is so, so important is, you know, going back to like the circle of people that you have, you know, my coach is a beautiful example of me getting rid of some overwhelm because I create all these things in my head. I have all these ideas. I know I have to go left, right, center all the time. And just having that sounding board, you know, that's oftentimes I say, I never give my clients anything. My one-on-one clients, I think the reason why my one-on-one is so successful and why there's a waiting list to get in my one-on-one coaching program is because my clients have 24 hour a day, 365 day a year access to me. I reply within 24 to 48 hours through an app. And the reason why I think they get so much success with one-on-one is they have constant support 24 hours a day. So what that means is they have a way to put something out into the universe, (laughs) aka this app that I give them to talk to me. And I think that it allows them the space to process what is in their head, aka overwhelming, and it gives them a space to process and it allows me to hear what they're saying and almost regurgitate back to them what they're saying. And then it gives them the clarity and the external perspective on how they can move forward. I always say I don't give them anything. They already have everything in them. I just hold them accountable, give them the external perspective, keep them motivated, uh, consistent. So that I think is really important. So whether or not you have a coach, which I, you know, I'm a coach who says you can't live, can't live life without a coach and never hire a coach that doesn't have a coach. But 
Make sure you have a space, whether this is a close friend or a community or a network or whatever you have to be able to put something out there to get the overwhelm out from your head to talk to someone who's clearly there to support you in the processing of it all and then be able to then move forward processing it outside of your brain because when it's in our brain we all know it's some crazy shit up there sometimes let's be honest right and that makes us feel stuck and and really like staying in the same place in our overwhelm so find a coach find a good friend find a community find something or a system or people a group of high vibrational people people who are on the same mindset as you that want to move forward to process the overwhelm with so you don't stay stuck so you can keep moving forward. Super, super important. Guys, another one. This one should be like totally a no-brainer, but if it's not a no-brainer, I am telling you right at the top of your list. When you are overwhelmed, you have to move your body. You have to work out. You have to get in a sweat. You have to physically move your space. I've talked about it a thousand times on this podcast. I'm going to talk about it a thousand times more. I am not a workout guru. I'm not a fitness enthusiast. I'm not any of those things. I am certified in none of the above when it comes to like working out. But I will tell you, there has been nothing that has been more helpful for me than being able to know that like after a good sweat, moving my body, you don't even need to sweat. You just need to like literally physically move the state of your body. So if you're sitting, stand up and run up and down the stairs, get outside, look at the sky, whatever it is, but that will help with your overwhelm. When you physically move your state, like chemically, your body changes, your brain changes and you feel less overwhelmed. Working out and sweating and moving your body is like a drug. It, it is the exact same formula as all the sketchy-ass pharmaceutical companies out there that want to pump you up full of drugs. And guess what? I know that there's tons of people that need certain medicines for certain reasons, but there also is a natural drug that you can get by moving your body. And it literally makes you feel less overwhelmed, even if your circumstances do not change. Like, Walk up and down the stairs. Walk around your house. If it's pouring rain, walk in your house. If it's hot as shit and you don't like the heat, which I absolutely love the heat. It's like 120 degrees today and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> but get outside. Go for a quick walk around the block. It doesn't even have to be that far. But moving your body will make you feel less overwhelmed. I promise you that. Like just chemically wise, it changes the way that you feel. So when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling overwhelmed, move your body. I have literally, I swear to you guys, it would like if someone had, uh, you know, video recorders in my house set up, you would probably think that I'm a crazy person most of the day. I, between my calls, some days I take up to seven calls a day. I'll run up and down my stairs in between client calls because Trust me, ask my clients because I'll get on, I'll get on a call with them. I'll be like kind of a little bit glistening and a little bit short of breath. You know, if people thought I was a little bit kind of like kiki uh, in between the, the day, but nope, it's just from running up and down the stairs, folks. No one's home but me. Uh, and then also too, I have done uh, like squats in my kitchen in between like getting a glass of water. I'll just do like 10, 15 squats, go up and down, up and down. That'll move my body as well. That'll like change the state of how I'm feeling. So I feel less overwhelmed. 
So you get the point, move your freaking ass. And I promise you, it will help you. There's no, no doubt about it. And and the next one I'd say when it comes to overwhelm that I think is really, really important. And I know so many clients, I'm just, I adore my clients so much. And I have one client in particular that I'm really thinking about. And, you know, all my clients probably think it's them, which will be so funny. But um, there's one in particular that I'm thinking about that she will always, always, always find the good, even in an overwhelming situation. It's like a magical superpower. I really, I've told her a thousand times, it's one of her magical superpowers. But finding the good in the overwhelm, like there is some part of what is happening right now that is a good thing. I promise you that. Like even on days where I'm feeling so overwhelmed, I work, my schedule of client calls is very heavily stacked in the beginning of the week. My Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays are probably the busiest days of the week. Sometimes Friday too. It kind of feels like all all of them are busy some days, but definitely for sure Mondays and Tuesdays are like absolutely jam-packed. Sometimes I start calls at six in the morning and sometimes don't end till six o'clock. And being high vibrational all day long is honestly quite tiring mentally. Like my clients know that like, whether you're my 6 a.m. call or my 5 p.m. call, I'm going to try to be as high vibrational in the call as I possibly can. And that takes a lot of energy. Well, oftentimes too, I have emails that I have to get to. I have life stuff that I have to get to. There's just a lot of things. And then, you know, personal stuff on top of that. There's just a lot of things. And so in my day, I can feel overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, the clock is ticking until, you know, seven o'clock comes where I basically like, crash and burn. And there's so many things to do, but the reframe there and the gratitude in that is, Oh my God, I have a thriving business with people. I fucking adore that. I make really good money with. I have a beautiful home to run up and down the stairs with. I have an amazing team that is sending me emails all day long that I have to get back to. I have deadlines that I have to hit for dreams that five years ago didn't exist. If you would have told me five years ago that I would have had to have recorded a podcast a week and taken up to 15 client calls a week and, you know, spoken in other groups and, you know, had this house that I had to take, like, I would have told you, oh my God, that would be a dream come true, but I do not believe you. So that is the reframe to the overwhelm in that instant. Like, oh my God, I have created this life that, yes, is busy as shit. And some days it feels really tiring, but do not take this shit away from me. I have dreamt about this forever and ever. Amen. Like this is the coolest thing ever. I'm being asked to speak in these groups and I'm getting paid this much money to do that. And I have the opportunity to bless other people and connect with people that, oh my gosh, I just adore like what a reframe. I have the ability to go to the grocery store and spend money on whatever the hell I want. You know what I mean? Like it's a reframe in that instant where I'm like, yes, I'm overwhelmed, but guess what? It's a pretty damn good deal I got going on right here. And I'm not going to get so overwhelmed and worried about it that I'm going to like not see the good in this. That is something that I try to do all the time. I really don't ever want to be stuck in a moment where I don't always find the good. You know, right now, my mom and dad and I were trying to find a second home 
for them in the United States to um, have them be down here more full time until they get their green cards. And, you know, we haven't had a ton of luck. If, if it, I'm not sure exactly when this is going to air, but the market is hot as hell right now. Let's just say that. And every time we feel like we've gotten one pretty close, we haven't. We've got an outfit or it hasn't worked out or it's, you know, got sold, you know, $100,000 over ass or all the things, right? Well, as overwhelming as that could feel and as crappy as it feels in the moment because you're like, oh my God, is this ever going to work out? Like, I just always say, I'm like, no, it wasn't meant for us, but it's definitely going to work out and I'm not going to get overwhelmed thinking about all the reasons why it's not going to work out. Like, I know that I know that I know that I know it's going to work out. We're going to find the exact perfect place. And what we do is just going to be like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. And no matter what, I show up from that state. You know, my recent mastermind just started and I make every woman in my mastermind sign a contract when we first start that says, I am now showing up for the next four months of this mastermind, knowing that this is the best decision that I have ever made. And no matter what happens, I keep showing up knowing this is the best decision I have ever made, period. Like that's it. No matter what, best decision. Doesn't matter what happens. Best decision. We keep operating from that moment. That takes away the overwhelm. You don't have to feel like, oh my God, is this ever going to work? And why isn't it working? And oh my gosh, should I have done this? Should I have done that? No, the answer is no. The answer is absolutely 110%. No matter what happens, this is the best thing ever. It's the reframe, right? We all have the power to do this. Our mind is one of like <laughs> the most amazing thing on the whole entire planet. There is nothing else on the planet that allows you to have the control that you have when you control your mind, when you are able to literally find the good in everything and reframe everything. Like, I don't really have to ever feel overwhelmed because I get to reframe what is happening to make it good no matter fucking what. And you can call me crazy. You can think that I live in lava land. You can say that that's just not the way the world works. You can say whatever the hell you want. But honestly, for me, seems to be working out pretty good. Like, I'm going to be real. Seems to be working out pretty damn good. And trust me, I lived in the alternative for a while. Not as good. Not as good. So do not forget that you have the power of your mind to reframe everything, even those overwhelming days, to be a good thing. All right. The last one. Well, there's probably two more. I'm going to see two more. I'm going to start with this one. Breath. The power of breath. You guys, I have not realized this until lately. I have a couple of clients. They own a company called Prescription Wellness. In my elite business mastermind, you should check them out. Prescription Wellness is the name of the company. They're on social media. Candace and Bethann own this company. And they have a everyday wellness program course. And it talks a lot about meditation, breath, faith, food, all of the things. It's definitely a whole, whole body holistic company. And this meditation that Bethann actually records, her voice is like a spa. Like, it's so amazing. But <laughs> the breath technique, and like, I've always known, like, I went to a Wim Hof class years ago. If you don't know who Wim Hof is, Google Wim Hof breathing and I've always known a little bit about it, but I haven't really practiced it a ton. And you guys, this breath, this breath work that prescription wellness does, is not like super, super in depth. It's super easy. Everyone can do it. 
But I have noticed over the last few years, because I am so high vibrational, I am so extroverted, I do talk so fast, that I have a tendency to hold my breath. And like, there are times where I feel like I can't breathe. Well, the breath is the most important thing on planet, right? Like, you can go without food and water and all the things, but you can't go without air for like more than a couple minutes, right? <laughs> well, when you're holding your breath, you're like literally becoming more and more stressed, or at least I feel more and more stressed the more I hold my breath. Well, I have a tendency to realize that throughout the day, I am becoming overwhelmed because I'm not breathing. And I know that sounds really weird. It's like, how can you not breathe? Like, how do you have to think about breathing? But try to think about breathing. It's really, in my opinion, it's very difficult. So I have added in, I'm trying to do it right now. I have added in some breath work techniques throughout the day where I'm really concentrating on bringing my ribs out, holding my breath, and then ex exhaling for five. So five, five in, five hold, five out. And, you know, if you go to prescription wellness, they'll talk all about that. But all of, all of that to be said, I'm really concentrating on doing that when I'm feeling overwhelmed because it's calming my parasympathetic, parasympathetic, <laughs> I can't even say that word, just Google it. Parasympathetic nervous system, I think is how you say it. But it's calming your nervous system. And whether you know how to say the word or not, whether you even know what kind of nervous system that is, it's kind of irrelevant. You will feel more calm and less overwhelmed when you do a calming breathing exercise. And for me, it's been very, very game-changing over the last few months. And I'm very, very thankful to have had uh, the knowledge in knowing that I can control my overwhelm with my breath. And my favorite one, the last but absolutely not least, you guys, it's a screensaver on my phone. It has been since my girlfriend Yasna uh, told me on one of our mastermind calls. I'm in a small group connection mastermind with a couple of ladies. And one day I was just feeling super overwhelmed with the state of the world. And I was kind of getting, you know, my <laughs> panties in a wad, if you want to say it that way. And I was feeling super overwhelmed. And she just said, Christina, you have to let go and you have to let God. And you know what? She was 100% right. And from that moment on, gosh, it's probably been about 10 months, that has been a screensaver on my phone. And that has been game-changing and overwhelmed for me as well. Let go, let God. And then another thing that I've said on this podcast, and I say it on my social media all the time, is what is my job and what is God's job? And that was from my coach, which funny enough, she's not a huge woman of faith, but she knew that I was. And so she said, you know, you always do your job. Right now, you're blurring the lines of what your job is and what God's job is. You're trying to control his job. And that was such an important thing for me. And I think with overwhelm, it's the exact same thing. Let go. Let God. What is your job? What is God's job? Do not confuse the jobs. And I want you all to remember that because that is extremely helpful when thinking about overwhelm. You can't do it all. You shouldn't do it all. Life is to be enjoyed and not to be stressed out about and not to be worried about. We all, you know, get caught up in it. This whole thing called life is we are here to bless others. We are here to enjoy. We are here to set an example. And I truly do believe that like when we're caught up in the overwhelm and we're not moving forward and we're not fully living in our purpose and we're holding ourselves back and we're staying stuck. We're not doing our job. We're not being the people that we were created to be. You were created for a magical, beautiful purpose. And like you staying stuck in the overwhelm is keeping you from doing that. So 
that is one of the reasons why I feel like this is so important is you truly have to realize that like, God's got his part. What's your part? And like, let go of the rest. It doesn't have to be perfect. And the things that we worry about when we're in this overwhelmed state probably are not things that we actually even need to worry about. So take this podcast, implement the things that I've said today, take what you want, leave what you don't, and share this with a friend. Share it with someone who you feel is in this overwhelmed state as well. You guys, I do this podcast because I'm obsessed with what I get to do. I truly do believe that it is my purpose on the planet. I believe that it is what God created me here to do. I'm so in love with it. And I never want to get stuck in overwhelm. So I don't live that fully out. Because you guys know, as I've said it a thousand times, we are here for an absolute purpose. And at any moment in time, you too can decide it is your turn. Are you one of the many people each month that tell me they can't find a tribe of like-minded people who are ready to decide it's their turn? If so, I have the absolute solution for you. It's the Decide It's Your Turn Network, a tribe of like-minded, high-vibe humans who are ready to thrive in life and business. It's a community off social media in its own private app where I come in and teach twice a month live, taking your questions, connecting you with amazing humans from around the globe, all for less than $100 a month. The Decide It's Your Turn Network. You guys, check out the show notes, find the link, ChristinaLecure.com forward slash network. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that'll help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.